Hello everyone. Um, I'm so excited to be back today, hopefully with an episode that is a bit more helpful for everyone. I know last week's episode was kind of specific to people who want to start a podcast or are interested in like how it all works or how I got started, but yeah, this week, um, today's topic is a lot more applicable to all of y'all, so I hope a lot more of y'all will listen and enjoy this one. Um, Before we get started, I want to say that this is my fourth week in quarantine, so I'm not going crazy yet. I've been very busy, and I'll talk more about that and, and how that impacts my quarantine routine, which is what today's episode is about, but yeah, I'm, I'm honestly doing okay. Like, I have been so busy that the weeks have flown by, um, but yeah, it's crazy that it's been like a whole month since this whole thing started, and we have no long, no idea how long it'll go, so I'm hanging in there. I hope y'all are too. One thing I want to uh, mention is if y'all came back to the podcast this week on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever, you might have noticed that my album art changed, so I actually just went through a whole rebrand kind of or like as a designer you would call it like a realignment of the brand and um, basically I went through and like looked at other people's podcasts and just like what kind of like color scheme or like style is doing really well and so I kind of like re- shifted like the colors I use you can see that the the red that I use in the background of the the cover art is like a darker um, red and it's just a bit more like warm tones and um, if you follow my Instagram you'll see that there's kind of a new vibe aesthetic going on. So yeah, I spent some of my time in quarantine um, redoing the podcast because if you look back at like the podcast Instagram for example, that's kind of what sparked it all as I looked at the Instagram and it was just so many colors, so disjointed, not really anything exciting to look at in my opinion so I'm going to be working a bit harder to you know curate my posts and um, develop this color scheme and stick with it and I think it's just going to be better all around so I hope y'all liked it I did have y'all vote on it and this is the color scheme that was picked and it performed best um, so yeah I'm really excited so uh, yeah it's I'm still the same person still same thing going on I just kind of tweak some colors and um kind of redoing my Instagram to you know solidify my brand a bit more I didn't really have like a a set color palette or font or anything beforehand and now I've like really honed in on that so I hope you like it I really love it and yeah this is what kind of we'll be sticking with for a while um That's not to say that there won't be another rebranding in the future, but I'm hoping that I can stick with this for as long as possible because I really do love it. So today's episode is all about how I'm staying productive and how you can stay productive while in quarantine um, and just avoiding the monotony of staying at home. I think that's probably the, the biggest issue with quarantine for most people is that they get bored because they don't have enough to do because they can't go anywhere or whatever they do have to do it just gets monotonous you know sitting in the same place every day doing the same thing and you know we we as human beings are very like social and want to like be doing a bunch of stuff and especially my extroverted people out there I'm so extroverted so like I mean it's been an adjustment it hasn't been as hard for me as some other people but I definitely think like it it is very difficult for extroverts in particular to adapt to you know either having no one around if you live alone or just being with the same person all the time um so yeah that's what today's episode is about so first I'm gonna dive into kind of what my routine looks like and then I'll talk a little bit about how I'm avoiding monotony and how you can avoid the monotony and then also just how I've continued to set goals and achieve them during quarantine because I know setting goals can be so so difficult when you know you have no idea when we'll be out and about and back to our regular lives and so yeah I want to tackle all those things today so keep on listening I hope you enjoy and let's go ahead and dive in so first off I want to talk a little bit about like what my routine looks like what my day-to-day looks like and how 
that no, not only impacts like my sanity and like not feeling bored and not feeling so you know stuck but also like how that inspires me to be productive and get a lot done even when you know it almost feels impossible like I I know that some of y'all might look at me or think of me and be like wow she's so productive wow she just has that drive and that motivation um, to do anything at any time and I just don't have that and that might be what you're thinking to yourself Um, and I know that I I definitely do have a lot of drive that not everybody has but I also think a lot of it comes from me understanding and me knowing what drives me and what motivates me and how I can, you know, adjust all of that to, you know, work in this environment of staying at home. I think um, being able to be productive and being able to stay motivated involves knowing yourself really well and knowing, you know, how you work best and how you don't work best and adjusting your schedule or, um, what you do when to, you know, really, really fit with who you are, you know, so stuff that works for me might not work for you, but you can be equally as productive as I am is what I'm going to say. So this routine that I'm about to say is kind of just for what I personally do, but again, it might not work for you and I'll kind of talk about some of those caveats during the episode. So first off, I have a morning and night routine, but I have no daytime routine and that's really important because it helps me maintain productivity when my motivation is low, but also helps me avoid monotony. So routines are structured to be as productive as possible, but if you do the exact same routine every single day, all day, every day, that's what contributes to the monotony, to the boredom, to the lack of motivation, you know? We don't want to feel like, you know, we wake up every morning and you don't know what day it is. It's just another day and we're just waiting for the coronavirus BS to end. Like, I I think there's a lot more life to be lived in quarantine. Um, It's not ideal by any means. Trust me, I would rather be you know, out and about with my friends and going to dinner and going to coffee shops and um, going to SoulCycle and, you know, seeing everyone that I miss. But I think there's a way to enjoy your life and, you know, try to take control and find peace in this situation. And that is through finding routine in times of low motivation and avoiding routine during times of high motivation. And what I mean by that is like when I wake up in the morning, um, I don't want to get out of bed. I want to scroll on Twitter or Instagram all morning and just like not do anything. So the best thing for me is because that motivation is so low in the morning for me, I want to have a routine that immediately jumpstarts my day. So as soon as I get out of bed, I know that, for example, I wake up around 8, 8.30. And if you listen to my Magic of Morning Routines episode, I talk about my old morning routine or what was my morning routine back then which was essentially what I've been doing up until quarantine and I'd wake up at 6 30 in the morning and I'd you know get my coffee and immediately start grinding and for me in this season that is not what works and that's okay so I'm I'm adapting and that's important for you to understand that your old routines will not work for you right now and you need to adapt so Sorry if my voice is a little shaky also. I'm not really sure why. Um, I guess recently when I've been recording podcasts, my throat has been getting really dry. So I try to like pause and drink water every like five minutes after talking, which I usually haven't had to do in the past. So not sure why. Bear with me, please. But um, yeah, so my morning routine kind of involved me waking up around 8, 8.30. So I'm sleeping in because honestly, waking up at 6.30 right now, like in quarantine just sounds awful I'm kind of like reverting back to a little bit more of staying up later um you know because a lot of my friends stay up late and that's when I have time to socialize so again I've adapted my routine and my schedule to fit you know with what I want to do and what would make me happy right now waking up at 6 30 a.m every morning um and not being able to like go to soul cycle or not being able to like get ready and go to work is kind of just like counterproductive or like doesn't make sense to me um so yeah I wake up at 8 8 30 and the first thing I do is go downstairs and get some coffee and I just um hang out and chat with my parents for a while so I'm currently at my parents house and not my apartment so please know that as I talk through this whole thing because I know 
Um, my routines might be a little bit different if I was in an apartment and I'll try to talk about like what you can do if you're in an apartment versus if you're in a house because like you don't have a backyard in an apartment or um, you know your probably common areas like your outside areas like your pool at your apartment the amenities your gym all that stuff is probably closed so uh, I'm talking uh, from a perspective of being at my house where we have you know home gym equipment and um, a big backyard and you know dogs to play with and my parents to talk to you know I'm not alone um so yeah just just know that as I talk through but I'll try to like adapt what I do to you know give you advice for each of y'all's situations um so yeah I wake up have some coffee kind of chat with my parents usually if I'm working at my internship again my internship is at a tech company called ShipStation and we've been working remotely so I have my work laptop here and I'll just work on the days that I usually work which is Monday Wednesday Friday so I'll wake up chat with my parents if it's a work day usually I start work again around 8 30 or 9 and um, so I'll usually just wake up make coffee um, chat with my parents and drink coffee while I check my emails um, if I it's a school day which is like a Tuesday Thursday for me I'll just like you know not get started on my day until like 10 o'clock and just you know chat with my parents and play with my dogs and kind of wait for everyone else to get started with their day and then I'll get started so I really don't feel a sense of urgency in the mornings when my old routine I really did feel a sense of urgency in the mornings because that's when I had time to myself and that's when I had time to be as productive as possible but now that we're home all the time I have so much time to myself so I don't feel the need to wake up early and you know have that time for myself anymore so I wake up hang out with my parents a little bit while I'm drinking coffee and just kind of like have a slow morning then after that um again and getting extra sleep is another important thing that I've been working on the next thing is even if I've already started work um I will go ahead and change clothes that's a huge thing is to change out of your pjs I'm sure you've probably heard this but I'll reiterate it one more time but even just changing out of your pajamas into even new pajamas or, you know, just leggings and, you know, a nicer t-shirt, you know, not just a big, huge, comfy sleep time t-shirt um, can do a lot for boosting your productivity and just making you feel good. I live by the saying that if you look good, you feel good. So some mornings, if I'm not feeling good or just not feeling productive or motivated, I will take the time to, you know, find a little bit of a cuter outfit, even if it's still leggings and, you know, just like a crop top or um, if that means, you know, putting makeup on for five minutes, you know, no one's going to see me, I know, but like it just makes me personally feel so much better and productive and put together and like I want to conquer the day if, you know, I've set myself up for success. So, um, that's a part of my morning routine, but again, I kind of keep it flexible, you know, I, if I want to, you know, change into equally as comfy PJ clothes, but just different ones, I'll do that. If I want to completely get ready and if I wanted to put jeans on one morning, I'd put jeans on. Like, I can do whatever I want to do and so can you. Um, it's really up to what you're feeling. So some mornings, I'm just, I want to play with makeup and I want to have, you know, a makeup look on and I want to take cute selfies and... I don't know some mornings I like don't even want to think about doing my makeup at all and I just want to you know hide and you know nobody see me and not put my face on the internet and all of that stuff you know so again try to adapt to how you're feeling don't pressure yourself to necessarily do stuff just because you know it's in a routine or it's something that you're quote-unquote supposed to do do it because it's what you want to do and the last part of my morning routine which is actually probably before um, changing clothes and if I put makeup on is doing a skincare routine so I'll talk about this in my setting goals section but one thing I've really been working on is fixing my skin I'm not sure why but ever since I've been in quarantine my skin has just been straight trash I don't know what it is I don't know if it's because um, I just like haven't been washing it enough or if 
you know, the products that I've been using are not working for me or if it's hormonal or if it's stress related or if I'm not eating healthy enough, which I, I will say I'm probably eating less healthy than I usually do, but not like, you know, eating donuts all day. I haven't eaten a donut. I would love a donut, but yeah, so I'm really, really working on my skincare. So that's something I do morning and night. So yeah, if you want to hear kind of how this morning routine varies a lot from my old morning routine, go ahead and listen to my Magic of Morning Routines episode. That's a good one. And then also like my How to Set Your New Year's Up for Success episode. It's all about planning and that's kind of what we're going to talk about today as well. But um, if you need more planning tips uh, or just help getting your life organized, I would highly suggest that episode. That's probably my most popular episode ever. Um, Most people find that really, really helpful. So I will just shamelessly plug myself and say, go listen to those. But another part of kind of my routine, which I talk about in that New Year's, set your New Year's up for success episode is planning your day the night before. So Again, when I wake up in the morning and I don't want to do anything and I just want to lay in bed and scroll on Twitter, I already have my day planned out for me. And that is just the biggest, the I would say the biggest factor in driving my productivity, especially in the morning, is, you know, already having a plan. So I wake up, can check my notes app. I do it all digitally on my notes app in my iPhone And I can wake up, check my notes app, and I already immediately know everything I'm going to do for the day. And that just is like a wave of relief and like just lifts the pressure off my shoulders of knowing what I need to do and how I'm going to do it because it's already laid out for me. So I'll get more into talking about planning your day in my tips, but I would highly recommend that. Another thing that kind of helps with my routine is just the fact that my schedule has always been a little bit more, I don't know, like it just, it's broken up because um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I work and Tuesday, Thursday, I do school. And then usually I give myself one day on the weekend to relax and kind of just like watch TV or do tasks that are fun. So like for me, planning and recording a podcast is a fun task. So I might do that on my relaxing day. Um, And it's not like usually Saturday or Sunday. Like I don't have a specific day. I just like pick one whenever the week comes up. And I'm like, if I'm on Saturday, I just have no motivation. I just won't do anything. Um, And then Sunday will be my you know, get get on the grind day. Whereas, you know, if on Saturday I still have that momentum and want to keep going, I'll work really hard on Saturday and relax on Sunday. So again, that's kind of how I break up my time. And that's also just because of my situation. Some of y'all maybe go to class every day or go to work every day. um, And that's not something that's really possible. So um, again, that helps me personally, Um, And if you can implement something like that into your life, I would highly recommend that. But um, again, that that really helps me personally break up the monotony and, you know, not get bored because every day, literally, I'm doing something different. I never do the same thing two days in a row. Uh, Another part of my routine has been taking intentional lunch breaks and going on walks. So I've always, you know, been an overachiever, obviously, and I just rarely ever take lunch breaks um pre-corona obviously I would work through lunch you know I would take 10 minutes to make my lunch and then go sit down and work while I do lunch and so during this whole quarantine thing I've had a little bit more time and I've you know gave myself permission sorry I'm stumbling over my words I've kind of given myself permission to take an hour out of my day during lunchtime to make a healthy lunch make sure I'm making healthy food choices and you know relax while I'm eating maybe watch some tv decompress from whatever I'm working on and you know also try to find the time to take a little bit of a walk even if it's 20 minutes um that's like easily like the best thing that I do during my day is getting out of the house or just getting out of my room or getting out of my workspace and you know switching it up a little bit and watching tv or eating food and uh, going on a walk with my dogs like just getting outside getting active um, switching stuff up as often as possible has really helped me and I've also gotten back into the habit of using my calendar I've kind of fell off the bandwagon 
or not the I guess just the wagon (laughs) I don't know fell off the wagon fell off the wave I don't know fell off my habit of using my calendar my iCal or Google Calendar whatever you use um, my digital calendar again if you listen to my set your new year's up for success episode I talk about how I plan completely digitally so if that's interests you go listen to that but um I use my used to use my calendar for literally everything and uh, because and it was generally things that I would do outside of the house that would get put on my calendar like if I was gonna go to a fitness studio class I would put that on my calendar or if I had to go to work I'd put that on my calendar or if you know I had to go to a chapter for my sorority I'd put that on my calendar but I wouldn't necessarily put stuff on my calendar that I do at home like if I just needed to take two hours and do design homework like I wouldn't put that on my calendar but I've kind of gotten to the habit of putting things on my calendar even if it doesn't necessarily have to be done at that moment so like for example, on Tuesdays, I only have class at 2 p.m. for like an hour, so 2 to 3 p.m. And so that that obviously that time block is on my calendar, but I've gotten to the habit of saying, okay, from 11 to 1, I am doing typography homework, and which is one of my design classes. I'm doing typography homework, and I'm putting it in my calendar, and then from one to two, I'm taking my lunch break and doing my walk and all that stuff, and then from two to three, I'm, you know, doing my Zoom class, and then from three to five, I'm doing whatever, you know. I, even though that homework doesn't necessarily have to be done from 11 to one, it could be done at 8 a.m., you know, it doesn't really matter. Um, I'm purposefully putting stuff on my calendar for me to do at a certain time, and that's been really, really helpful for me as well. So that's kind of what I've been up to. I hope, you know, you kind of see some similarities in your routine or, like, things that you could take from my routine to implement into yours, but my biggest thing that I will say before I talk about tips for avoiding monotony is that my routine helps me when I lack motivation and also works for me when I have motivation. So again, in the morning or at night, when I lack motivation to do anything, that's when I implement routines. Whereas whenever I'm really productive during the day, that's when I kind of let myself, you know, build out my own schedule, build out my own calendar, but try to like switch it up every day. So some of my tips for avoiding monotony, some of y'all actually sent in your tips, so I really, really appreciate it if you did. Um, Thank you. I would love to share these with everybody. So the first thing that I would recommend is to get outside as much as possible, ideally for at least 15 minutes a day. I know it can be difficult, especially if you don't have a backyard, if you're in an apartment, but even just going for a 15-minute walk outside your apartment or just, um, you know, taking your dog on a walk or even, for example, I can go to the roof of my apartment building if I was at my apartment. You go to the roof of your apartment building and, you know, just sit out there and enjoy it you know, 15 minutes of time, you could tan outside, you know, there's so many things you can do outside and I would highly recommend, you know, spending your time outside really unplugged and just enjoying the day. Um, I, whenever I go outside or go on a walk, I try to like, you know, not be on my phone or um, just really like enjoy my time by myself without, you know, the distractions or, you know, people constantly texting me or calling me. Um, so kind of think of your time outside as like a peaceful self-care time. So I would recommend, you know, getting off your phone and spending that time outside. Um, And even one thing that I think could be a good idea too, if you're struggling with just like being in the same location is going for a drive. Um, I'm not sure if this is allowed in everyone's areas, but I mean, I think in my area, I don't see any harm in it because um, as long as you don't get out of your car until you make it all the way back home, you know, you're, you're not going anywhere, you're not interacting with anybody, you're just, you know, blasting some music and driving down the highway. Um, I think that's like, I personally don't find a problem with it. If you think there's something wrong with that, like don't do it. But again, there's no interaction involved. So I think that's kind of also very therapeutic. Uh, so some, that's something you can do as well. And then, you know, if it's a nice sunny day, put your windows down, you know, a whole vibe and I think it's just really like rejuvenating and you know just gets your head clear of all the you know stuff going on 
Um, another thing that I would recommend to avoid monotony is planning relaxation and self-care into your day to avoid burnout. So I talk about this a lot in my How to Avoid Burnout episode, but basically plan the time that you are going to do nothing into your day. Like plan doing nothing into your day um, and see how much more productive slash just happy you are. Um, For example, if you just started a Netflix show um, and you've been really wanting to watch it all day every day and you've been putting off your responsibilities, like it's okay to like plan watching Netflix into your day. Like if from 2 to 4 p.m. you want to watch Netflix, like put it in your calendar and do it. Like the great thing about quarantine is that there are no rules to like how you manage your time, just manage it effectively. So if you want to work all morning and then take, you know, your time from 2 to 4 to watch TV and then get back to work later, like that seems like totally fine to me and like a, a really good way to like break up your day and feel excited and you know you can't wait till it's two o'clock because you want to watch your show so um that's something I would recommend as well as like if you want to you know take a bath at noon and just like do a whole self-care routine and paint your nails and all that stuff like put that in your calendar no one's no one's like dictating when you can do what you want to do so um I would recommend every single day trying to plan at least an hour of you know, taking care of yourself or relaxing into your day. So for me, a lot of times that's my lunch break, but I also sometimes try to find other times to do that. Um, Like if I want to paint my nails, I'll plan painting my nails into my calendar because I want to do it. And if it's in my calendar, I'll do it. So that's just a recommendation. Next thing is to work on time batching. So if you don't know what time batching is, I think I talked about this in my How to Set Your New Year's Up for Success episode, but Um, Time batching is essentially where you give yourself an allotted amount of time to work on a task and then once that time is up, you stop. So if you're working on, you know, homework for your biology class, for example, if you, you know, you say, oh, I'm going to work on my homework for two hours. If by the end of two hours you don't finish, you you, um, stop working on it and you put it off and do it finish it later you know you you give yourself a certain amount of time to do things and that's also like a really productive way to work as well especially if you're a super competitive person because it's almost like you're racing against the clock to get stuff done and it feels really good whenever you get stuff done on time it kind of gives you that that light pressure to like get it done by a certain amount of time but also if you don't finish it at a certain amount of time like you're giving yourself the grace to like put it off and do it later and work on something else and that also breaks up the monotony you know because for me like I hate working on one thing for eight hours straight that just sucks um it it gets really boring and I lose motivation and creativity um, and I'm sure a lot of y'all can relate so by giving yourself only a certain amount of time to work on something and then moving on to the next thing I think it makes you more productive and it also makes you um just a better multitasker and a more efficient worker. So I think it's also just gives you some good skills. The next tip I have is to designate your, a room or space for each activity that you do. And this can be difficult if you, you know, live in an apartment and you just have your living room and your kitchen and your bedroom. Like I get that it's difficult, but every single spot in your apartment, you can set up to you know, serve a different purpose. So for example, your one specific chair for me personally, there's one specific chair on our bar, on our bar in my kitchen. That's like a bar stool. That's like my productivity zone. That's like my desk. Um, but then if I walk three feet over and I'm on the couch, that's like my chill zone. And then if I, you know, walk into my bedroom and sit at my desk, like that's, uh, that's kind of like my, my organizational zone or like my my you know that's where like I get really that's where like I work well if I like need to do a lot of analytical tasks or like you know my bed that's my sleep zone or um if I were at my apartment right now and needed to like work out my my a certain space in my room is like my yoga zone you know um so kind of find different areas in your house um, and designate them as zones for working on different things like for example right now I'm recording this podcast at my desk in my childhood bedroom at my parents house and that's where I've recorded all my podcasts and it just helps like every time I sit here I know I'm gonna work on my podcast or my Instagram or like you know social media um 
or I'll be on like a Zoom call. Um, when I'm in my bed, I know I'm like chilling and sleeping. Um, when I'm sitting downstairs in a specific chair, I know that I'm like heads down grinding. So um, designate different spaces for different things. And that's also shown like a lot of in a lot of psychological studies that um, having space for different things helps you, you know, switch your brain into different modes, you know, switching from work mode to play mode to relaxing mode. Um, so that's one recommendation. Another one is to designate different days for different tasks. And it can be difficult, again, if you you know go to school every day or if you work every day, but still I think this is a good rule of thumb to do, um, to work around in your time that isn't at work or isn't at school. Um, so for example, every Monday I try to make that like my cleaning day. So I'll change my sheets, I'll um, pick up my room, I'll do laundry, you know, I'll work on cleaning and organizing on Monday. Whereas on Tuesday, it's I have class for a long time, so I'm really, really working on class like all day. Or Wednesdays, I work um, most of the day, and I don't know, what else do I do on Wednesdays? What is my Wednesday? Oh, Wednesday was, uh, I work on my magazine a lot, which is about to be over, so I'll probably have to figure out what I'm going to designate to do on Wednesdays, but usually that would be what I do on Wednesday. Or like on Friday, I would have virtual happy hour on Zoom with some of my sorority sisters, so that's kind of more like chill socializing day. You know, designate each day for something different, and that will really help you not only look forward to certain days, but also like help you not feel so routine because you you kind of do have a routine you know every week you're doing the same thing on the same day but throughout the span of seven days you know you're doing different things every day so it it helps you feel way less like you're stuck in a routine um and then again like I said before my routines I make routines only for times of low motivation so Honestly, my tip is to avoid routine as much as possible. Really only instate routines whenever it's necessary or like it makes you feel good to do the routine. For example, my morning routine really starts me off on the right foot and makes me feel good and helps me accomplish the things I want to accomplish and set my, you know, intentions and work towards my goals. So, um, yeah, that's another big thing is to make routines if it's going to help you, but avoid routines if you know it's going to hurt you. Um, another tip is to change your wake up times. Now I wouldn't do this significantly because again, you don't want to mess up your sleep cycle and you know, your circadian rhythm and all of that. But like, you know, even if it's like a Thursday, like sleep in an extra 30 minutes or an hour, like just, just treat every day kind of like it's the weekend because you don't have anywhere to go. Um, you might have class to do or something, but like, you know, every day you can kind of switch it up a little bit. If you work a nine to five job, I'm sure like one day you could start at 930 or one day you could start at eight o'clock. Like you could, you can switch it up a little bit more. People are a lot more flexible right now. So like have that flexibility for yourself. If you want to sleep in an extra hour, sleep in for an extra hour, girl, like just do it. I think that helps a lot with like avoiding monotony because, you know, you feel like you're not waking up at the same time every day, you know, you're not going to work at the same time every day, you're not, you know, it just, the days drag on whenever you do everything at the exact same time, so just try to switch it up a little bit, some days sleep in 30 minutes, some days wake up 30 minutes early, you know, um, make it all just, make it fun, don't make it, like, super strict or anything, I'm sure, like, if you started work 30 minutes late, but then, like, worked for an extra 30 minutes, you know, just pushed your schedule 30 minutes, nobody's going to notice and nobody's going to care. So just, just do what makes you happy. Another thing is to start a new hobby. I'm sure everyone's said this, but like learn to bake, start your blog, um, make music playlists, make music playlists and send them to people to, you know, songs that remind you of them, you know, just, just do things that like, are either fun or something you've always wanted to try and have never had time or just something you enjoy but don't have time. Like I love baking um, and I don't really usually have a lot of time to do it but like me and my mom have been baking literally every like couple days as soon as like we finish you know we just made banana bread and we just finished it so now she's baking us a zucchini cake which you might if you don't know what zucchini cake is that 
it might sound a little weird, but like you put zucchini, like shredded zucchini in cake. It's like a chocolate cake and you put the zucchini in it and you can't taste the zucchini, um, but it makes it really, really moist. So it just tastes like chocolate cake, but it's really moist. It's really good. Um, so it's, it's not weird. It's, it, it, you don't taste the zucchini, but, um, so yeah, we've been baking a lot. We've been, we've been trying out new, like coffee recipes um, or like latte recipes. So like we learned how to make the TikTok whipped coffee or um, one of our favorite restaurants has this chocolate chipotle chai latte that we're going to try to recreate. So like we're trying to like, you know, have some fun in the kitchen. We both love to cook. So if you, you know, have something that you love to do, but don't have a lot of time, like explore that interest. You know, if you love to read, like go on Amazon and pick out a bunch of books that you want to read and just like start reading. Or if you love to, you know, play games or do puzzles, like, you know, go buy a puzzle, go um, start a game with someone. You can play Cards Against Humanity online with your friends. So, you know, find a hobby and just like spend time doing it and explore, you know, what new hobbies could be. Um, so yeah, I would say that's been one of the best ways to avoid monotony is just like finding something you look forward to doing. Next thing is to make a to-do list and cross stuff off. And again, this could be like a daily to-do list like I do where I plan my day in advance and as I, I go through the day and I finish something, I cross it off. But, um, another way you can do it, which I know a lot of people do is just like one day, just sit down and write a ginormous list of everything you want to do in quarantine, everything that you know, you need to get done, but also, like, things that you want to do. So, like, if you want to FaceTime somebody every single day, like, write that on your to-do list, but also, you know, maybe you need to work on this project for class, like, put that on your to-do list. You know, it can be anything on your to-do list from fun stuff to not so fun stuff, but just make a giant master to-do list and just cross stuff off, and it just feels so good to, like, physically write it down and cross it off and see it, like, go away or like you know be completed because as soon as you get like closer to finishing your to-do list you'll feel even more motivated to actually finish it and just like you'll feel proud of yourself for completely crossing everything off so I'd recommend making a to-do list whether that means a daily to-do list where you can cross stuff off and complete it every single day or like a huge master to-do list and you can kind of like pick and choose and that's another great way to you know, avoid monotony is to have that master to-do list and wake up in the morning. If you don't want to plan your day ahead, you have that huge list and pick three to five things every day that you're going to do from that to-do list. And that will help you avoid, you know, feeling so stuck in a rut. And something someone asked as well was how to, how to like avoid using your phone or just like staying off of social media so much while in quarantine let me make sure let me get the actual question tips for staying off your phone during quarantine or how to make yourself read okay so yeah i i definitely am using my phone a lot more now and i'm sure like if you have an iphone you saw that huge shoot up of your um percent usage of your phone you know when you get that notification every week and it says you use your phone for five hours a day every day and you're just like oh my god Um, So yeah, I definitely saw that like usage shoot up and I guess it really depends on if it's like, if it's really like hindering your productivity, yeah, you should probably stop using your phone so much. But like for me, I'm using my phone a lot because I'm trying to, you know, engage more with the people that listen to my podcast or like run giveaways on my Instagram or, you know, I answer email on my phone or you know, whatever it is, I'm trying not to just, like, endlessly scroll, but my biggest thing to avoid, you know, being on your phone all the time is, again, time batching, so getting really, really invested in something for an hour and then, you know, moving on to the next thing, Um, so one thing I do that might help is I time batch, and then whatever time I have left over I will use my phone so for example if I was working on a project for an hour and it only took me 45 minutes to complete it I have an extra 15 minutes before my next task starts so that's the time I'll give myself to be on my phone so I put my phone away for the I, I I intend to keep my phone away for the whole hour but if I get 
extra time because I finished the project early, that's the time I'll give myself for my phone. So that's a good way to do it. Also, like just putting your phone in another room or, you know, you could go so far as to place limits on your social media usage. But also, like, I wouldn't get too down about about it, you know. Um, I know it can be difficult right now to maintain the same productivity levels that we were at before corona. So I would just say, like, give yourself some grace, um, but just kind of distract yourself from it. Try to, you know, be working on stuff that, that, you know, will take your mind off being on your phone, you know, out of sight, out of mind, put your phone somewhere that you're not going to see it. Um, turn your phone on do not disturb. I always, always, always have my phone on do not disturb. I, I don't want you to disturb me. If I'm working on something, I don't want you to call me in the middle of it or I, you know, um, and that goes back to like your time being your time and not anybody else's. So again, I would just think of it as like maybe a reward for yourself or just something that um, you get to do when you have extra time instead of something that you do all the time. And then when you have extra time, you work on the stuff you're actually supposed to be working on. So I don't know if that's really helpful. Um, but yeah, just I, I mean, I don't, I know all of us are going to be out on our phone so much more during this time because we have to use our phone for social interaction and all that stuff when we can't, you know, be with friends. So, um, yeah, just, just try to make the t- most of the time you're using on your phone and just like question if you're on Instagram, like, why am I on Instagram? Do I want to like, you know, feel that sense of interaction with other people? Um, or am I just bored, you know? And if you're doing it just because you're bored, maybe it's time to find something else to do, you know? But also how to read. I I really, I've only read, I read that one book. I've read one book this year. I'm so proud of myself. Um, Mom, if you're listening, you're probably really proud of me for reading a book. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really have any tips to reading other than depending on if you enjoy reading or not. If you're not a big reader, I would 100% recommend putting it into a routine that just develops a habit really quickly so like maybe 10 minutes every night make it really manageable you know 10 minutes 20 minutes every night you read or every morning with your coffee you read or um during your lunch break you read or um make it a reward for yourself um but yeah I would take like some time to like talk to people and see what books they're reading and make that a topic of conversation and maybe start reading a book with your friend and that's something that y'all can talk about and that will keep you like accountable for reading the book because you're both reading at the same time and you want to talk about it so um those are kind of the recommendations that I have but the next tip that I have for avoiding monotony and kind of the last one is to set goals and that's going to kind of segue into my final topic for today's episode. I know this is a long one. I really didn't think it would be that long, but I guess I'm just getting really talkative because I'm not talking to anybody during quarantine. But setting goals is extremely important during quarantine because it's, even though it's difficult to know, you know, what the future is going to be and it's just hard to like set a goal when you don't know like what the end will look like, it's important to, you know, feel like you're working towards something and, you know, break up the monotony and like have something that every wake up every day you're waking up and working towards um so for example I the other day like wrote out 10 goals that I'm really working on let me pull this out um 10 goals that I'm really working on during quarantine and they're definitely different goals than the goals that I had pre-coronavirus like I I really think that these goals might not have been something that I would have considered as like a goal in the past but now it is so for example like I am trying to FaceTime my friends more often so three to five times a week I'm spending intentional time talking to my friends being on FaceTime with them spending time with them whereas that would not have been a goal of mine pre-corona because you know I got to see my friends often and I got to you know hang out with them at my sorority house or at a person's birthday party or whatever it was so um that's like a new goal of mine or for example I I, I'm making it a goal to um focus more on self-care like doing my nails working on this new skincare routine which I just bought completely new skincare products so hopefully they don't take 10 years to get here but um 
yeah, I have a bunch of new skincare products coming. And so I'm working on, you know, trying to, you know, have a skincare routine every morning, every night and doing it every single day. Um, Another goal of mine is to buy my first pair of Lululemon leggings or shorts or something, which you might be like, what kind of goal is that? Um, Let me tell you, that is like a big step for me (laughs) because if you don't know me, I'm very frugal and I don't like to spend my money um, because a lot of times, like I'll spend my money if I'm going out to dinner or something, like an experience, but like clothes is something I struggle to spend money on. I just spent over $100 on this skincare stuff and that was like hard for me. Um, But you know, I'm in quarantine, I'm making like a decent amount of money, but I'm like, I don't have anywhere to spend it because I can't go anywhere. So might as well buy some things that I've always wanted to buy and I can never justify it but now I have the extra money and I can justify it so uh, that's like a goal of mine you might think that's stupid but I've really wanted a pair of their leggings for so long and they're like a hundred dollars and I'm just gonna do it because I've wanted to do it for so long so that's a goal of mine is literally buying leggings for myself um so yeah I'm trying to do that um and I have a couple other things on here but um you know, going for walks more, you know, spending more time outside, um, trying to do some yoga classes online. Um, and so you, essentially you just want to make goals that are realistic for your situation, stuff that you know you can get done at home and that aren't contingent on like the world going back to normal. Um, and, but they still push you to do something difficult. It's something that feels almost like an assignment. Like for me, FaceTiming my friends three to five times a week is, is difficult because I still do have a lot going on. I've been very busy. So like I'm pushing myself to find the time to, you know, intentionally spend time with my friends or I'm pushing myself to, you know, spend the 30 plus minutes a day doing the skincare routine because it is a, it is an extensive skincare routine, but hopefully my skin will, appreciate me for it. So though these goals will be different than, you know, your pre-corona goals, um, it'll make you happy and like feel good about yourself to be working towards something. And it's also like a great way to like continue to reward yourself. So like, again, if you're not being productive, not achieving any goals, you know, rewarding yourself is kind of like, you know, not a thing because you're not doing anything that's worth rewarding, you know? So if you start achieving things and you start rewarding yourself, it it kind of creates this cycle of like um, staying productive and staying on the ball because you're getting stuff done and then you're, you know, rewarding yourself so you can get more stuff done so you can continue to reward yourself. So developing a reward system and maybe right now that means buying yourself stuff. Um, And whereas in the past, maybe that meant, you know, going out to dinner with your friends every week or happy hour or whatever it is, um, figure out what kind of reward would make you happy right now. And, you know, make that a part of like setting goals is like once I complete a goal, um, I get a specific reward. So that's kind of all I wanted to say about my quarantine routine, maintaining productivity and the importance of setting goals. Um, I hope that kind of answered y'all's questions and kind of told y'all what you wanted to hear. I definitely had a lot to say, but I also think kind of the at the end of the day, like the best thing you can do for yourself during this time is to be gracious with yourself. Give yourself time to, you know, feel your feelings, you know, be stuck in the rut if that's, you know, what you need to do and then find, find a day and just get out of it. Like, um, we have so much life to live. We have so much to do during quarantine. You know, the world didn't just stop. There's so much more going on. I'm sure you're, you have to finish your school semester or you have to continue working or, you know, you just have to find like a way to accept the situation that you're in and adapt, um, your routines in your life. So like, for example, like I said, I'm waking up later, but I'm going to bed later. And so once, you know, life gets back to normal, maybe I'll go back to waking up earlier. Maybe I'll become a night owl. Like I have no idea, but that's the great thing about right now is that we have so much flexibility. So it's a great time to start either developing new routines or adapting your old routines or, you know, throwing routines out the window and waking up every morning and saying, you know what, I want to completely rearrange my room this morning and just do it. Like, whatever makes you happy is really kind of the 
the main goal of this whole episode is just like find what makes you want to wake up in the morning and just do it even if it's completely unproductive to your schoolwork or your work work just do it anyway because again there's like so much life to be lived in quarantine so yeah I hope you're not going insane. I hope you're staying safe. I hope your family and you as well are healthy. Um, If you did like this episode, I would love it if you could give it a five-star rating and write a short review. I will be sharing those reviews on my Instagram, my podcast Instagram. I'm going to actually start sharing them on my feed. So if you want me to tag you in a picture on my feed, I would love for you know, you to write me a review. I really appreciate the reviews that I've gotten. And if you have any constructive criticism, I would love to hear it. Um, I want to make this podcast um, what y'all want to hear, not just about what I want to make. So it's really all about y'all. And if you do enjoy it, please, please subscribe. Um, Another thing that I will be talking about on my Instagram this week is if y'all want me to, you know, have guests, I... I'm considering figuring out like how to do this remote recording situation, which a lot of podcasters do. I just haven't. So that's maybe like something I might work on while quarantining as if y'all want me to have guests that, you know, remotely come onto the podcast. I would love to figure out how to do that for y'all. But I want to know like one, if you would like that or if you just prefer the solo episodes. And if you do want guests, like who would you want on the podcast? Um, So yeah, please, please let me know. I'll be posting about it later this week, so be on the lookout for that. Um, But always feel free to send me a DM. But yeah, that's today's episode. Again, hope y'all are doing well. I hope, you know, you're maintaining productivity, you're getting into a new routine, you're adapting to your new normal, and you're kind of just finding peace with this whole situation um, because it is, again, basically out of our control. Where, you know, do your part, but again, just like know that, we're all in this together. We're all, you know, feeling a little bit uncertain and a little bit, you know, aimless in this time. So, and if you are a doctor or a healthcare worker or an essential person, you know, a a grocery store worker, a janitor, whatever, um, I really, really appreciate, you know, the work that you're doing for everyone and keeping us all safe. So, that's it for this week. Um, yeah, I'll be back next week with another awesome episode. I have a great idea for next week's episode. So again, please, please, please let me know about the guests. Please give me a review below. Um, give me some some comments, some suggestions. I would love to hear anything y'all have to say. I love having, you know, y'all listen, but I do want this to be like a two-way conversation between us. I know it's a lot of me talking at you and not a lot of y'all talking with me, so um, I want to, you know, create that conversation. So that is all. I guess I will see y'all next week, and until next time, I'll, you know, see you next time. Bye, guys.